after show. After show. I was just warning um, Bree. I was texting her in a message like, I was like, fair warning. I blame Mercury Retrograde for the complete disaster that is the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> but I was like, but I promise it does get better. Like, just hang with me. It, it does. There's a whole section in the middle that runs absolutely smooth. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's like just. Because I, I could just see her being like, oh, my God, this is going to be torture. <laughs> this whole episode, I'm going to die. Yep. No, no, no. It gets better. I told her Rolls Royce. Yeah. Oh, that was closer. That was. I, told her, I'm like, I know. I was like, at, like, that's what just I go downhill really quickly <laughs> trying to say yeah. that. But then once your nephew's called, like, you got right yeah. back on track. So I'm going to blame the fact that you were anticipating something interrupting you anyway. And so you had a oh. hard time focusing until it was done. I didn't think about that, but that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, it was like my little psyche. Oh, see, you're brilliant. That makes so much sense to me, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, I because I felt like I'm like, I just, I can't go. Like, the words yeah. will not come out. You I'm literally like, couldn't get your train lined up on the track. Like, you kept slipping no. the wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it is. My psyche senses were trying to kick in. Yeah, your spidey senses said, nephew's calling. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I just wanted to tell. I mean, this can be part of the after show. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. This is on topic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just warned our producer, like, please don't, like, give up on me. <laughs> get there, like, the first 10 to 15 minutes. It gets a whole lot better after yeah. that. Like, things are good after that. Okay, I want to say, I, I probably could have said on the podcast, I don't know how to, how to describe this woman, <laughs> Joan. <laughs> Because, I mean, I think she's brilliant. I think she was an amazing astrologer. Like, not taking it away. But she did my, what's that saying? Like, to toot your own horn? Like, she she tooted her own horn. And I think it was kind of payback a little bit. Kind of like this revenge. It felt kind of like that kind of like, I did this for them. And I did this for them. And I was amazing at this. And I was incredible at this. Like, oh, I wasn't important in your life? Let me bring out every example of how I was. Yes. Yes, that was like the tone of the entire book. Because there were times I was even like, okay, calm it down. Like as I was reading, like we know you're brilliant. Okay, great. We know you're 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 awesome. But but I'm like, I could see like if she's been completely dismissed after helping this presidency, I'd probably be really pissed too. Like, oh yeah, no, being disregarded like that would have irritated mm -hmm. the ever loving f out of me. Like no Mm -hmm. question. Like oh, I'm sorry. Like I just I just forgot all of the times that I did the thing. Oh, wait. No, I didn't. Here's the list. Yes, exactly. That's very much what it felt like. And I was like, I was hoping to get more of her background. Like, all the background stuff I got from, like, a separate article from, like, the New York Times or one of them. She had nothing, really, about her background. It basically, she starts her book when she starts working for the Reagans, which is cool. But it's like, I would have loved to know more about her and yeah her childhood and her training in astrology and so that was kind of disappointing. I was like, dang, I don't feel like we didn't get any of that. So Yeah, more backstory would have been nice. Given the title of the book and the focus of it, it makes sense. But Yeah. Yeah, it would have been good to get more details about her time at Vassar and, you know, all that right. stuff. Right. And like this person that she was supposedly trained under, which I guess I could have looked into them, but like I would have loved to have known more about that. Like, right. who was he? I know the article called him a soothsayer. But I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I know. That's, that's an outdated them. term. Yeah, really outdated. And so it... um, it's like, I think it doesn't translate to tooth, uh, truth speaker or something. I think it does. You just don't hear it much anymore. So I'm like, well, were they psychic and astral? Like, Yeah, it's listed as an obsolete word in American English. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. In former times, soothsayers were people who believed they could see into the future and say it was going to happen. Synonyms are prophet, diviner, oracle, fortune teller. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I want to say that the actual word, the etymology is like truth teller or something. I think so, too. I think it's the two. I didn't include in the in the podcast, but that that's because that's all they described him as. I'm like, oh, yeah. But um, but yeah, so I think she I, I, she's fascinating. So I would love to know more about her life. But like I said, I'm also really not into Cold War politics and all that. So I was just kind of like, Ugh. like. I, I put together the last four chapters of that book in one paragraph because I'm like, I mean, no, she went there. I understand because like it's one of those where the reason we all know history is important is because it affects what's happening today. And obviously yeah. the Cold War is having an effect on what's happening today. Right. But I think honestly, a big part of it is because we were kids when it was happening and because mm-hmm. it went over our heads and we were told not to worry about it. That's still ingrained mm-hmm. in our brain to not worry about mm-hmm. it because it wasn't important when we were three. Right, exactly, because during this time, we're just like, happy times, things are good. Or even if you heard somebody saying something troublesome, your parents would be like, don't worry about it, you'll, you'll find out when you're older. And even though we're older, yeah. we still have that line in our head saying, don't worry about it, you'll figure it out when you're older. All right, right. so when I'm 80, what's wrong with me? I know, and we were so little, like, I don't remember Reagan being president. The first mm-hmm. one person I remember being president was Bush. Like, that was yeah, the same. first one in that war. Um, like, I remember that war when I was little, but anything before that, um, I'm like, eh. What happened? Well, I mean, <laughs> the year he did uh, Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall, wasn't like that the year I was born? May I don't remember, to be honest. I And I, I should have looked that up. I started to. Oh, no, it was, it was two years late. I thought it was 85. I'm stupid. It was 1987. Okay. So I was one and a half, two, and you were two and a half, three. Yeah, yeah. I do remember there's a Golden Girls episode where Rose writes Gorbachev a letter. <laughs> like, I, remember I remember that. that. <laughs> It's so cute. And then remember when she's like dreaming and they're all in their fur coats like in, in the yes. Soviet Yes. <laughs> they look like they're in a Romanov painting. <laughs> yes, they do. I mean, you got to love. That's what I remember. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no. So, I mean, if anybody's interested in politics like that, it. I mean, she breaks down every single meeting and how she charted every. I mean, so t- so much detail. I'm like, yeah, we're going to combine this to one paragraph. We're just going to break it all down to one. I mean, to be fair, you told everybody the name of the book. They can go look yeah. into it if they want to know more. Yeah, well, exactly. And it was a little repetitive because like she's like, I picked the departure time for this flight. A couple sentences later, then he went to Geneva. I picked the departure time for that. And it's like, yeah, we know. You, oh, for you pity's sake. Yeah. No, I'm glad you got that. Thank you. You're, yeah, you're welcome. You're, I read all 200 pages of that for all of us. <laughs> yeah. Parts of the I book deeply were, appreciate oh. you synthesizing that down to a 45 minute episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Parts of the book were fascinating and others I was like, oh my God. Like, I think that's why it took me so long to do this episode because those parts I'm just like, I don't want to keep reading, but I've got to keep reading. <laughs> like, so I just, so Yeah. I, I think I started off really strong in my research for this one. Like, I'm on a roll. I'm going. And this is Yeah, you were excited to... when you first started. Yeah, and I still was. I think it's because I started getting into that part. And I'm like, oh, I hate my life. Like, I don't want to finish this. Because <laughs> like, it, it got boring. It was like, I chose 155 for this summit. And it had to be at this place. And it's just like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, we like, know that you're trying to prove a point. So you're bringing all the receipts. But also, yes, I don't want to read every yes, single line in this receipt. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how that's exactly how the book started feeling as it kept going 
I, and I'm just like, this is, no. I'm no. not auditing your reputation. Calm down. <laughs> exactly. No, she brought the receipts. She brought every. That's why I'm like, there's no way this woman just made this all up. I mean, she's got way too many receipts. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, but Especially anyway. for 1990. Like, it's not like she wrote this five years ago and had a chance to research all those little tiny details that have yeah. been released since the mm-hmm. presidency. Like, that mm-hmm. was pretty quick after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I trust the disgruntled, fired White House chief of staff who wrote his own memoir. Yes, that too. Corroboration goes a long way. Yeah, and how confusing Donald Reagan and Ronald, Ronald Reagan. Reagan. Like, I was geez, like, JSC, yeah. yeah. I know, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, really? <laughs> Couldn't you pick a nom de plume just this once? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Jed Taylor, how hard is that? Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, this is confusing. And even as I was reading it, I would be like, oh, oh, no, that's Reagan not, or Reagan or whatever. I'm like, wait, sorry, not the president. Other guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, gosh. If you listen to this in an audiobook form, that would be torture. Jeez. Yikes. I don't I don't think there is an audiobook, But if there was, that would be torture. I'm going to check Audible and see if it is. Not yeah, that I'm going to buy it because I, no, I have no need to read it. But I'm going to see if there's one that exists. Yeah, see. And I don't know if there's been a recent reprinting. There may have been, but like I said, when I went to the used books, they all looked pretty, pretty old. Mine was, so. Nope. Nothing in. Yeah. Audible. Yeah. So interesting. So we've had Lincoln with the ghosts. Now we've had Reagan with the stars. I don't know who we're going to, what we're going to do next. Who we're going to cover next. Not that there's a shortage, but it'll be interesting. We'll figure it out when we get there. I know, I know. I do like this. It's kind of cool to have a little anniversary show. Like, yeah, I like it. Like we had our supernatural episode, and now we're having our Fourth of July episode. Mm-hmm. And we'll probably have the same reaction when it comes time for the Halloween episode <gasps> yes. and the December episodes. Like we have all the holiday things, and absolutely yes. Oh no, completely. Oh, and we'll have our summer camp going to camp episode. This is true. And that one's on my my dime actually. I gotta make sure I get that research <laughs> sooner than later. Oh my god. Especially gosh. with moving in the mix. Yikes. Oh, I know. Bless your heart. Well, you know what I just thought of? So like well, okay, our Patreon listeners deserve to. Well, it will I keep thinking it's, it hasn't come out, but this will have all come out by the time they yeah. listen. But um we're doing the Ackroyd and the Ghostbusters and all that. That came out in 84, which kind of, like, we're kind of in the 80s right Oh, now. wow, yeah, we are doing best of the 80s, aren't we? <laughs> we really are. Because you know what's funny? I think it's Ackroyd, and then I think it's Brandy, and then I think it's Reagan. So it's kind of like, oh, not yeah. that we're in 80s, but yeah, like, we're kind of, we're, which is cool. I dig the well, 80s. Brandy was there for the 80s. It's fine. It she counts. was, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. She probably, she loves, she's a big music lover, so she probably loves music from the 80s, too. We were... Yeah, I know. My son's kind of getting into some of that. At his, okay, this, well, it's not a segue because it's the 80s. But they, so they did a little spring concert. You would appreciate this. And the song, like, you know, they sing the normal little kitty songs. No, his class sang The Eye of the Tiger. That was their class song they sang for the kindergarten group. And they had the bandanas. And in between, they'd be like, punch, 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 punch. Like they were boxing <laughs> and fighting. Tell me you filmed that. Oh, yeah. No, we filmed it. And I was asking his teacher, I was like, how did, I was asking his teacher, I'm like, how did y'all pick Eye of the Tiger? And she said she played it for him one day, like when they were playing and they loved it. So now they they started listening to it like every Friday. 
So when they had to pick a song, all the kids are like, we want to sing Eye of the Tiger. So that is like, so okay. cute. I love that. Oh, my gosh. And especially when they're like, back on the streets. And it's like these little kindergartners like singing. It was brilliant. So now me and Tom have been listening to some of the songs from the 80s. He's like, what's this song? It's so excellent. I know. I played him. I don't think it's from the 80s, but we listened to Bohemian Rhapsody. No, no. What? Yeah. Is it Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, it would be 70s. Yeah. Yeah. The other day in the school, he's like, what is this? I'm like, one of the most brilliant songs ever. Like, you have, and we have to sing along with this song. <laughs> like, this is like, which is so much better than Kids Bop. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's, yes. A hundred thousand percent. Yes. I am loving this trip to the 80s and late 70s with him because I, I am. Encanto, which was brilliant, but I had kind of gotten my fill of the Bruno song and then the rest of Kids Bop. So I'm like, thank God, <laughs> like we need to change this up. Absolutely. Just cover a lot of Queen and then like yes. work your way through, I, I don't know, ACDC. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can do most of ACDC without getting into too much trouble. Thunderstruck yeah. won't give you any issues. But um, oh, I, Motley Crue might be more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. I, it's funny. I don't know a lot. I'd like, I guess I'm more the pop 80s. I'm like, I don't think I've ever. I'd probably know an ACDC song if I heard it. But like. Highway to know, Hell, like, you've definitely heard. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one. Yeah. yeah we were doing. What song? We were just letting them play. That's true. Cindy like, Lauper, Madonna. There's the other side of the, the spectrum. Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's kind of where I am because we were listening to that song. Was that Take On Me? Oh, oh yeah, I love that one. We were just whatever was coming on YouTube. I was like, yeah, we'll listen to that. Anyway, not a sidetrack. It was around when Reagan was around. Yeah. These are like, this is still on topic. It's relevant. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. And we're 80s babies. And yeah, uh, sometimes I miss the 80s. I don't know if they were that good, but I think it's whenever your childhood was, it always seems like it was magical. Because <laughs> so I'm always like, I miss the 80s. <laughs> I say like, I miss the 80s, but I'm pretty sure what I miss is the 90s because I turned five mm-hmm. right when the 80s were ending. Mm-hmm, so I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure, like based on my memories being post five for the most part, mm-hmm. like I have a few earlier memories, but for the most part, I'm pretty sure I just miss the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. I know, because I think at that time we didn't know if any issues were going on in the world, so it's just like this happy, magical, everything's good time. <laughs> like, I so, need to double check the year this happened, but I actually have a distinct memory of my first being stuck listening to the news, and yeah, I would have been nine years old. Wow. Um, yeah, no, of, it, this doesn't give you a key insight into the psyche that is my true crime brain. The first thing I remember watching on the news, because I was at a friend's house and we wanted to watch literally anything else, but every channel was occupied by the uh-huh. O.J. Simpson trial. Oh, I do remember that. Okay, in your school, they I remember they, like, announced the verdict, or they, like, had turned on the radio in our classroom when the O.J. trial. I don't like, remember I that re- happening. We were in... See, I was a little bit older. So I was in like sixth or seventh grade and they either announced it or we had the ra- like all the teachers had, you probably the, had the radio on because the teachers. That's probably what it was. Yeah. And I'm just like now I think back of like we were all just sitting around like listening. But it was a huge deal. Like, oh, absolutely. Like in hindsight, I know why it took over every news station. Yeah. But as a nine year old, I'm like, why? Why can't I watch anything else at all? Yeah. I mean, yeah, like the Bronco chase. I remember like that was like. I remember that distinctly too. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Maybe it's because of this. Like I've started rewatching Murder, She Wrote. 
And I loved I, that show when I was a kid. That's one of the oh ones I haven't my. gone back to rewatch, though. Oh, it's good. I just started, so I'm only on. Like, I just love Angela two. Lansbury, so like. I, I do too, and it's just it just seems so simple, and the music's so happy, and I, maybe that's why I'm like I want to go back to this time period. <laughs> like it all just seems. Now, granted, it's the TV version. I mean, the mur- isn't that funny? It's like such a wholesome, happy show, and it's like somebody gets murdered every single episode. But it's just how they do it. It's like it's okay. <laughs> like yeah, totally honestly, the murder there. audiobooks I've been listening to, like they're very uplifting and bubbly for murder books. <laughs> But yeah, I, that kind of hit me. I'm like, I'm watching Murder, She Wrote. And it's like, this is an uplifting, happy show. And it's like, somebody is dying every episode. It's very life-affirming for a death show. It really is. And maybe it's because of her and the music so happy. You're just like, it's like I think it's the way it's done stuff. is absolutely. It yeah. is. You just kind of skip over the fact that. And also, oh, on topic. So we, we are like savoring our last two episodes of the UK Ghost show. Because we've only got... I know, now we have, oh, so we watched one tonight for my birthday, because we only have one more left, and I love the Victorian lady ghost is getting into murder she wrote, and I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Oh my god. I love that part too, it was glorious. (laughs) And and the other ghost, the World War II, brought up a good point I never thought about. He's like, isn't it suspicious that everywhere she goes, somebody gets killed? He's like, have they not looked into her yet? I'm like, right? That is a fascinating. That's true. Everywhere I will give the books goes. I listen to credit. Like every once in a while, there'll be somebody like who's joking about the lead character being nicknamed the Grim Reaper because there's somebody <laughs> constantly dying around them. So I'm glad yeah. that he brought that point up too. Like, shouldn't they be investigating her? <laughs> exactly. And also, would you ever invite Angela Lansbury over to your house? Because I feel like you've invited her over to come visit. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to end up getting murdered. I mean, safer than inviting Agatha Christie over. I guess so. At least it'll be happier. It'll be a happier time. It'll be chipper. It'll be chipper. With lovely music. Exactly. And also the deaths were so, like, not scary. It was like the dramatic, like, oh, I've been shot. And they just fall It's like watching Pushing Daisies. Like, somebody melted to the lighthouse light. Like, let's be real. Yeah. Exactly. But, um, no, it, it was so funny. But, yeah, I know... Oh, I've got one more episode of Ghost. I'll probably just start rewatching it over because I'm like That's basically what I did when I caught up to all the ones for the American version. I just mm-hmm. went back and immediately started rewatching and mm-hmm. it wasn't until I hit that spot again that I'm like, okay, I have to stop and like wait for the new episodes to come out. I can't keep doing this. I know. And then so I started I... watching Not Dead Yet on Hulu. Oh, Oh, oh yeah, I need to see that. I haven't seen that. So it's that's super cute. I didn't think I'd like it because I thought it was going to be something else entirely. But the fact that right. she's writing obituaries and sees the dead person she's writing about, like, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. It is definitely oh, worth watching. I love it. I love it. I don't know if Joey did this to you, but sometimes when we were watching Ghost, Chris is like, this is kind of like living with you sometimes. <laughs> like Joey won't watch that. it with me. <laughs> oh. We have, we have shows that we watch together. Like, we're watching right, the new Harley right. cartoon on HBO together. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, when I'm watching Ghosts, he's in here playing video games on the computer. Gotcha. Like, we're, we're getting our separate time when Caitlin's watching Ghosts. Hey, that's okay. There's there's a couple of, there's several shows Chris will not watch in mine, but that one he will. But, yeah, he's, I was like, really? He's like, yeah, there are some nights. Cause especially because his family always comes around on Sunday nights, and I'll just be sitting there, like, trying to ignore, and I'll be like, Okay, well, so and so's here. <laughs> like, we need to talk. <laughs> That's how, and, and 
I know they cannot contact me unless I'm open to it. But I think on Sundays, most of the time I'm like relaxed. I've had a glass of wine. I'm just kind of chill. And it's like, so I know I'm opening up without realizing it, but I'm like, okay, um, your great grandma's here. <laughs> like your granddad's. And it's like, I try to ignore it. And you know how it is. It's like, so I'm like, so he's like, yeah, that's kind of like life with you. So I'm like, gonna ignore it. You're not here. Yes, you are. <laughs> I am having this moment with my husband. No, 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 no. You're talking to me now. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just a couple of weeks ago, somebody knew and I'm like, am I making this up? Because I'm like, there's a gentleman. I described him. I'm like, I have no idea who this is. And he's like, oh, yeah, that was my grandma's, my great grandma's second husband. I was like, she was married twice. Had no idea. Described what he looked like to a T. And Chris is like, you want to see a picture of him? Yes. Oh, my God. It was exactly what I saw. I did not even know this man existed. Yay. He's like, no, you got him dead on. Like, oh, ooh, no pun intended. But she was like, yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, who is this little man by our fridge? I don't recognize Aww. him. He was super sweet, though. But I'm like, who are you? That's fantastic. I love it. I know. I know. But I wish we could see. I wish I could just talk to him like she does. Like, just let's have a conversation. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so nice in our historic homes. Dude, it'd be so much easier. Like, so. Could you, so could you imagine the research possibilities if we could just talk to him like that? Tell me your story. Like, just. Clearly, you want to communicate something. Just start talking. Yeah, exactly. Or like if a question comes up when you're researching, just go in there and be like, OK, so what happened then? Like, Yeah, I need I need context for this because I'm yes. very confused. Yes. I mean, I'm surprised more historians and history places aren't open to mediumship and mediums because like it would make y'all's job so much easier. Well, because you at the same say- time, they can't quote the book or the writing or the event that it came from. So it's not worth the argument for them. It's not the way I would look at it because I've been trying to like, how can I make a career out of this? Because obviously they can't say we got it from a medium, but I'm like, we can at least point them in the right direction. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. To this or like help them with the research, like dig into this part of their life. Or like like, the same way, like we're having to reassess archaeology and history in a lot of situations anyway, because Mm -hmm. it's been so upper class and let's face it, male for like Mm -hmm. its entirety. Even just having somebody who's from a different socioeconomic status or someone who's female versus male or non-binary talking about it, they'll see the situation in a completely different way mm-hmm. and be like, "That you have you always assumed like 14 different things to get to your conclusion. None of that's here. So like right. with the mediumship, you can kind of do something similar of just per- new perspective of that's one interpretation of that sentence. But like, right. you know, when you're reading text messages and you misunderstand the tone, you're having the same problem here. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think, or if they've been doing research, bring someone in that doesn't know what they've been looking into and they could validate it. Like, okay, I'm picking up this because that's what we've had at the other house, the house I worked at. (laughs) We had been looking into stuff and had our own theories, bring in a medium that knows nothing and she validated them. It's like, okay, we're on the right track. We're looking into the right area. So I will make this a career one day somehow, some way. But I'm like, but if we could just talk to him and be like, damn, this would just... It'd be easier on them, too. Get your story out there, unless they don't want to. Yeah, I'm going to say to an extent, too, because I still maintain people can lie on the other side just as easily as they did on this side. Oh, oh yeah, they could. I was going to say, we, we have we have some shady characters like, that we know about. Oh, yeah. That, would they tell us the truth? Probably not. Hmm. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> it's just a little bit of a question mark. It's fine. It's fine. 
they were fine. They were all nice people. Everything was nice. Everything was bright, shiny rainbows, and no one was mad at anybody ever, and it was okay. Nothing to see here. Keep moving along. Keep moving. Exactly. I feel like sometimes that had to happen. I feel like we almost had to do that just to, because we didn't want to get fired. So it's like, yeah, no, it's good. It's good. All good. <laughs> Ooh, so you know how the way our brains work, you need something mm-hmm. to latch onto to get you excited to learn and understand a thing? Yes. Do you have the birth times of the people in those houses? Mm. I don't have the birth times. Damn. But I have, I know, I know, I, unless, the only thing I could, I don't even know if they put that in a family Bible, though. I doubt it. I, know, I, I don't think they, because I don't know. The only thing they may, I don't even know. I'm thinking if someone died, did they even document? I mean, they would have been a hospital, but would they have even documented the death time at home? Not often. I don't think so Same either. Same thing with home, home births. You're also assuming a time because you don't always know right. exactly what time it was. Like, Yes, I have pulled charts on them, but we can't trust that. I think what's brain say you can't trust the houses if you don't have the time. So I have, yeah. I at least know where they were born because they were all born in that house. So I have the city. I have the location. I have the dates, but so I can at least get like their sun and moon and some of all that. And that's, that's where I got. They were either all Aries or Scorpio, which I'm like, that is an intense house. Yes, it uh, is. That's an extreme. Wow. And I don't even know if there was any, only one of them may have been different, but every, all the ones I looked at were Aries or Scorpios. And I'm like, oh, that is, that's some energy flowing through that house. Those are also big words coming from someone who lives with a bunch of Pisces. Oh, God. I know. I love them. I love them. Don't I don't want to sound bad. No, I know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of water. And one of them's Aries Scorpio. I mean, one of them's Pisces Scorpio and the other one's Pisces Pisces. So lots of water going on. <laughs> yes. And what's their other two signs? Oh, they're both. One's a Sagittarius rising and one's a Leo rising. So... Love them dearly, but this all like earth and air sign girl is like, oh my god, <laughs> water, 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 water. Yes. yes, I frequently tell my husband to uh, stop being a damn martyr. Like, stop it. <laughs> like, that's that's that self-sacrificing Pisces. I will sacrifice myself. I will throw myself. It's like, stop it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a saying that's like, get down off the cross. We could use the wood, and I'll say that. Oh to him yeah. Like, get off the cross like we like we need the wood like yeah no we're done yeah my little boy does that too he's like i'll just never play again that's fine i'll throw away all my toys and i will never play with a toy again and it's like i just asked you to pick them up dude i just wanted you to pick up your toys (laughs) it does see and because i'm a little drama queen too but i'm a very different kind of drama queen my legitimate response would be like all right bet oh oh i've done that before put them all in a bag they're going to charity I did. One day I got a trash can, a trash bag. I was like, okay. I brought in the living room. I was like, so we're going to get rid Let's start bagging them up. We're going to get rid of all of them. And he was like, no. <laughs> then he like started crying. I'm like, okay, then let's just pick them up. All like then maybe do don't have a up. full-blown conniption fit and just be like, yes. I don't want to, but fine. Exactly. That's that Pisces energy though. It's so <laughs> like, oh Lord. It's um yeah so there's there's a little insight into my family, <laughs> Lord and I'm starting to think I'm Earth Earth Air so yeah <laughs> like, yeah 
It's um, weird. Joey does not come across as a Leo to a lot of people, but like he's got the quiet version of a Leo. Gotcha. Well, and and now it could be where it is in his chart too. True. And I will say his his ascendant is Virgo. Oh, okay. See, that's what my oh we have the same ascendant. I yeah, like Virgo. because me and him, like I was tell, I was talking about that in the Brandy interview. Yeah. Our our ascendant and right our, our ascendant rising. It's the same damn thing, Caitlin. Our ascendant <laughs> and moon are reversed from each other because I have the Virgo that's moon. Right. He's got the Virgo rising. I've got the Aries rising. He's got the Aries moon. <laughs> that's so that's so interesting see i can see that because he's come off as more shy to me so that makes sense it's that virgo yeah he's definitely off. very shy I can, like <laughs> he's absolutely admitted to literally any friend that we've made in austin he's like yeah the only reason i have friends here is because of my wife yeah because i'll talk to anybody for five minutes i've overcompensated for my shyness like Aww. i trained myself out of it as a young teenager and so now it's habit <laughs> yeah no i i i get it I, I think I'm good meeting people. I'm really talkative. But then I'm like, I want to go crawl in my hole now and not Oh, yeah. No, when I'm done, like I'm done. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be around anybody. Leave me alone. Don't speak to me. Oh, yeah. No, once <laughs> like, hermit mode is activated, do not talk to me or I will murder you. It's like we use up all our energy and then it's like, okay, I want to be my introverted self again now. <laughs> we have our social battery. And when it runs out, you need to not ever at all for any reason. Please, unless you are coming in to hand me food and then leave again, do not enter my space. I know. That's why, I mean, because at, at my old job being nonprofit, we did everything. And so we had to clean the bathrooms and do trash after the schools came. And I would always volunteer for bathrooms only because I was like, I can put in my headphones and nobody will talk to me for like an hour. Because <laughs> I'd be like, and, and this sounds terrible because I'd be like, we'll help you to go faster, which is so sweet. But I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, I no, no, no. I want it to last the hour. It's fine. Yes. See, and I the flip been... side to that is because of the way it worked where my house was, <laughs> I didn't mind busy days and I didn't mind quiet yeah. days, but I hated quiet, busy, quiet, busy, quiet, busy, yes. quiet, busy. I'm like, yes. just pick a mode. I can't keep coming yeah. in and out of my social brain. It's yeah. driving me nuts. Yeah, because we turn on. Like, it's easy to turn on and keep it. But yeah, I, I, I totally get you. Oh, man. Well, our poor listeners, you just got a whole insight. Well, but this is interesting. An insight into our astrological yes. charts and who we are and our families and our loved ones we live with. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, but, but I guess we better end it. But thank you all for being Patreon subscribers and listeners and supporters. Yeah, you all have no how, no idea how happy we are that you're here. Absolutely. So thank you so much and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.